It's the 100th episode of the Whole Heart of Business Show today, and I'm going to be sharing the benefits of creating a body of work for your coaching business and all the lessons I've learned along the way. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura Agar-Wilson and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you start and grow a coaching business you love the wholehearted way. Let's get started. Hi there, welcome to the Wholehearted Business Show. I'm Laura. I help health, life and spiritual coaches get more clients so they can generate more income and live their most aligned life. And it is the 100th episode of the Wholehearted Business Show today, which I find honestly quite mind-blowing that it's the 100th episode. So I started the show back in 2021, I think it must have been. I think there was a couple of bonus episodes, so we might be slightly over 100 technically. So I'm really delighted to be hitting this milestone. You know, creating the Wholehearted Business Show has really fundamentally changed my business and I thought what would be fun to chat about today is just talking a bit about some of the lessons that I've learned and just about the the ways that having a body of content, a body of work like this out in the world, like what that does for your coaching business so that you can perhaps take some of the things that I've learned and apply them to your own coaching business so that you can benefit as well. So the first big observation I've made for myself, I think around achieving this kind of milestone, if you like, is around being consistent. And I think consistency is hard, but it has really, really paid off. And in all honesty, like this is the most consistent I've been with pretty much anything in my business in terms of, you know, showing up week in, week out to do something. I mean, obviously I show up for my clients all of the time and that's a, a different thing, but I have not shown up like this on Instagram. I've not shown up like this, even like on my blog. I think apart from like the really early days when, you know, it was normal to blog several times a week, I've not really shown up in this consistent way. And it is hard there is something there that makes it difficult because it's that it is having to literally show up, you know, pretty much every single week. But I think what's made the difference for me with this is it's been a combination of seeing that it's getting results and therefore I know that my effort is getting rewarded. And also there's, with a show like this, it's the expectation that kind of keeps you having to show up. So I've created the expectation, not just in myself, but in you guys as well, that I will be here week in, week out, pretty much doing this, you know, and it's that that keeps me showing up. I have like built in a two-week break. It's summer solstice and a two-week break at winter solstice. So I know that I have that time, like that downtime. And I've also developed better batching habits where I sit down and record a bunch of videos in one go. I'm doing this right now. I'm doing about four videos in one go today that really helped me with that consistency. But it is that thing where it's kind of become its own, it's got its own momentum and I'm kind of just along for the ride now (laughs) so it feels from that point of view it feels really really good and I don't think you get that anywhere else and you know again because I've said you know I am here every week and I'm doing this every week and you guys hopefully expect me to be here every week I don't think anyone would be mad if I was like I'm sick and I haven't got an episode and there's no episode this week I don't think anyone would be devastated but that expectation is what has really helped me show up and be consistent alongside the fact that I know that it helps my business. I mean, what I found lately is I would say about 80% of my clients have found me on Google or have found me on YouTube. You know, one of the ways that this like show is actually getting out there. So knowing that it is getting results has definitely made it easier to be consistent. Another big lesson learned from doing the show is to not wait until you feel that things are perfect. 
I probably could have started this show about a year sooner than I did, if not actually even sooner than that. And I think the reason that I put it off for so long, well, I think there was a few reasons why I put it off for so long. I really worried that the sound quality wasn't going to be good enough. I really worried that I wasn't going to be good enough, that I wouldn't have anything to say, that I would come across like not very well. I worried that I would be seen as copying off other coaches, even though literally like a million coaches have got podcasts. But for some reason, I thought I would be seen as like copying. And even though I actually had a podcast of my own anyway, as a health coach several years ago, there was all this, these like bullshit reasons, like honestly, all these bullshit reasons that were stopping me from doing it. And honestly, if I could go back to Laura, you know, four years ago and say, just start the podcast, it's not going to be perfect, but that's okay because, you know, good is better than perfect. We want to be showing up and doing something. I really, really wish I could go back because I know how much my business has benefited from it now. And yeah, there were so many just silly reasons that kept getting in the way. So if this is you, if you're listening right now and you keep thinking, you know, I'd love to start a show like this, or I'd love to, you know, start a podcast or start writing a blog, but X, Y, and Z is keeping me stuck and keeping me small and I don't want to do it in case of these reasons. My invitation for you was really to question that because like I say, I could have started this so much sooner and be so much further ahead of where I am now if I'd just done it. And there was just so many things that were getting in my way that actually are not that important. And in all honesty, like everyone's first version of something is going to be a bit shit. It's just part of like life and how we learn. And I think when we let go of that and just accept that it's not going to be our best work, like our first of anything is not going to be the best thing ever. We get to be better by practicing and by showing up. And I really feel that that's what's happened with the show. So a big philosophy for me that's come out of doing this is this kind of like layering, not just of things getting better and layering in new things, but like of layering in new strategies and trying new things out. And I feel like if I had at the start had tried to do like an all singing, all dancing, you know, beautifully edited YouTube video, at the start, I would have just not shown up for that. Whereas, you know, starting where I did, which was a very basic talking heads video. I mean, they are still pretty much like this, you know, a very simple video, a very simple podcast. You know, I did, I think I did have a podcast intro. I did actually do that, you know, to like the way that I've refined it as I've gone along and that I try and edit my videos on YouTube a little bit better, you know, all of that kind of thing. It's just a process of layering on top and allowing things to get better as you go rather than expecting them to be like the finished, final, perfect thing at the very, very start, which is just not realistic or doable for most people. So that's been a really, really big lesson learned. And like I say, if I could go back and do it sooner, I absolutely would have. So if you are listening to this or watching this, and that's you, this is your sign to just do it. I've also found that through doing the show, I feel more confident. You know, I'm here having recorded a hundred episodes, having spoke about running a coaching business, like running a health or a life coaching business for 100 episodes. I have got enough expertise. I have got enough to say. I have got enough to offer. If I can fill a hundred episodes of content on this stuff, I must be good at what I do. I know it sounds really, really silly, but it's done so much more confidence just knowing that I can look back and I know that this is good stuff and like I can really allow myself to feel that. And you know, and confidence is something that I've really struggled with in lots and lots of different parts of my life and business. But knowing that I have done this and I've hit 100 episodes and that, you know, I get really good feedback on things and I've been able to talk about this topic 
in lots of different ways for 100 episodes. I think that is pretty cool. And I don't feel like I'm slowing down. You know, I've hit 100, but I don't feel like I'm running out of ideas. I still feel like there's lots of different things that I want to talk about in this show. So, you know, hopefully I'll still be here when we hit 200. You know, I feel like there's still a lot of stuff that I can talk about and I'm not running out of steam at all, but it has done so much for my confidence just to be able to look back and say, I've talked about this I have got the expertise to talk about this. I've got the knowledge, the skills, you know, all of that stuff to talk about this stuff for 100 episodes of a show. That is pretty awesome. And then another big realisation, I think, has been that the numbers don't matter as much as you think that they do. So I would say, like, the downloads and the views for the Whole Heart of Business show are fairly modest, I mean, again, it kind of depends on like where, what your starting point is in terms of what you think of these numbers. But I would say they're fairly modest, not small, but but modest, nothing like out of the ordinary. But I still get really, really good results from this show. I still get people joining my programs, becoming clients, buying my stuff, but they're not huge numbers. I think I talked about this a few weeks ago in my sustainable visibility free event. I think a lot of us have got this feeling that we have to be visible to hundreds of thousands of people to make a successful business. But depending on your business model, this is a really important point, depending on your business model, that's usually not the case. And I don't think that's certainly been the case with the show. I mean, I definitely think that the downloads for the podcast version tends to get the most response from people in terms of like engagement and people downloading. They are definitely increasing. Like each week I get an email from my host, Sprout, and those numbers are like getting bigger. Like I think the last one that I got a couple of days ago was 350 downloads for the week. And that's kind of gradually grown from like 60-ish downloads a week. And it's just increasing and increasing really quite a lot, which is amazing. I recently hit 10,000 downloads, which again is a fantastic milestone. Split across 100 episodes, like it's not you know, it's not crazy, but it is definitely growing and that consistency is paying off. With YouTube, again, you know, the views are like very, very all over the place. You know, some videos will get way more views, some will get less. There's definitely more I can do with YouTube in terms of improving some of the things that I do for SEO. And again, that's something that I just need to layer in on top when I've got the headspace to do. But again, it doesn't have to be crazy like thousands and thousands of views or downloads for something to still have purpose and to still work in your business. So I'm really, really happy with where it's at and it's growing, which is the main thing. Like my subscriber numbers on YouTube is really growing. So things are going in the right direction. And yeah, you know, obviously numbers do have meaning in business, but they're not the be all and end all. And actually even smaller, kind of more modest numbers are still going to make a big difference. And that's what I found with the show. And then just finally, I think what's really been embedded from like looking back over the last 100 episodes is that the Whole Heart of Business show is the backbone of my marketing for my business. And I talk about this a lot. You know, I've talked about this when it comes to creating a sustainable business, you know, when you're thinking about maybe ditching social media or not posting on social media as much. But having a show like this and the way that I do it, which for anyone who's new around here, you know, there's a blog post version of this, there's a YouTube video version and a podcast version. So we are hitting multiple platforms all at once from one piece of content. I also share the blog posts over to Pinterest and also little clips from the video, from a YouTube video onto Pinterest. So it hits a bunch of different platforms at once. 
it has a cumulative return on investment. I saw this in someone else's blog post recently when they were talking about SEO and I was like, damn girl, that is not wrong. Like this is a one version of content that you can do that actually gets you more results over time, not less. So if you post on Instagram a reel, then that reel might get a bunch of views up front, but then it'll just peter off and it'll get slower and slower. It's the opposite with this. You know, I might share a blog post or an episode of the show and the views will kind of like start off small, but then we'll get bigger and bigger and bigger. And over time, depending on, you know, a bunch of different things, whether or not that particular piece of content like hits a nerve with some people, becomes a bit more viral, you know, all sorts of different reasons, like the return on that piece of content is going to just build and build and build. So it really has become the backbone of what I do. And this is like, you know, in terms of the bare minimum that I will do in my business now, the bare minimum is always I will show up for my clients fully as best I possibly can. I will always show up for my paying clients. They are the first priority. And then there's this show and my list and my email list. If everything else stopped, those are the three things that I know that I would do that would keep my business ticking over and doing its thing. And, you know, it's all doable. It's nothing that takes a huge amount of effort. I've kind of got my system down, you know, in a way that makes sense. It all just works. And I love doing the show. I really, really enjoy doing it. I love sitting here in my office, my cozy office with my fairy lights on and recording these shows for you guys. And I really, really, really hope that they are helpful. So there we go. A few things that I have learned from doing 100 episodes of the show. And like I say, I think there's so many benefits of creating a body of content like this. You know, anyone who's new who might find me and say that I have got all of this stuff, hopefully that will help them connect with me because there's loads of stuff, you know, they can sit and watch me like Netflix, you know, they can sit and watch all of the stuff that they want or listen to all the podcast episodes. But I think there's a lot of trust that is built and a lot of authority. And I know these are like really wankery words in the whole online coaching business kind of thing, but it's true. There's a lot of like trust and authority built from someone saying that you are consistently showing up over a long period of time, creating a body of work. And like I say, there's multiple benefits to that. There's the benefit of new people finding you, people connecting with you, you being able to sell your stuff, like all of that jazz. And also just being able to put something out into the world that helps people for free. There's like, from a purely energetic point of view, I think there's actually something really amazing and beautiful and wonderful about that actually. So that's another thing that I love about the show is that, you know, even if you never work with me, never pay me for any for anything, I really hope that you get value out of what it is that I do because that feels good to me to put something out into the world that is helping others. And you know, I love helping health and life coaches because what I've really kind of drilled down to for me lately is I think us guys who are not falling in line with what society in general is expecting of us, which is to, you know, to shuffle off to our our jobs, stay quiet, you know, come home, you know, don't take care of ourselves, be like a little cog in the machine. And again, no disrespect to anyone who recognises themselves in that because there's a whole host of reasons around why this is. But I feel like us coaches in the world, we're here to perhaps show people that there's a different way. You know, you can have a better relationship, you can have a better you know, better health and better relationship with your body. You know, you can make your dreams come true. You can do these things. You can overcome these problems. And that's what really lights me up about the coaching industry and about being here in it. And also just the fact that I help you coaches individually, like you help others and I'll help you to help others. 
but I help you to be able to live the life that you want on your terms. And that is just so powerful. I think the more people who are doing that, it's like that whole ripple effect, you know, the more people who are out there doing stuff on their own terms, and it might not be a coaching business that is, you know, it's unlikely that running a coaching business is the right thing for every single person. But, you know, there's all these little ways that we can show up more for ourselves and find a a way of living our lives that is more authentic and true to us. When a lot of what society is trying to get us to do is like, like I say, be this, these little cogs in the machine. And I think it's really beautiful that a lot of coaches themselves and a lot of people that they support, you know, we're doing that because yes, like I say, you know, you can have a better relationship, you can have better health, you can do all of these things. And I think that's kind of magical. So yeah, there we go. That's a nice note to end on. I really hope that's been helpful. And again, just a heartfelt thank you for watching, you know, listening, participating in the show. It really is amazing. You guys make it what it is in terms of, you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. As always, please do let me know if you've enjoyed the show in general. It'd be lovely to get some feedback from you guys in terms of like what you've really enjoyed about the show, anything that you'd love me to cover. Like please pop me a DM on Instagram. I'm at wholeheartedly lover and let me know what you'd love me to do with the next 100 episodes. Is there something that I haven't spoken about that you'd love me to talk about? You know, please let me know. The feedback is really amazing i know sometimes it's a bit of a faff to like get your phone out and to leave a message or or whatever but it really means a lot to me when people do it it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside and that i'm not just talking to myself i know that i'm not but it's just really lovely so thank you so much for watching and listening and i will see you next week guys take care